This is Brett Barish, CEO of Sovereign Brands, and you're listening to Self Made. What's up, Brett? Sean, I just hung up with Ross. I said I was interviewing you. He said if you would be so kind as to give him an R&B tune that you can hop on and sing for him. Can you? Oh, man, can you? Do, hey, hey, you know, say no more. That's my, yo, that's my, that's my brother. That is my brother. I love Ricky. Rose, Ross, that's 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 the boss, the biggest. Is it? And, and in his words, is it too easy? It's too easy. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, it's, it's awesome to talk to you. I, I, uh, for 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 your fans, um, I'm Brett Barish. I own a whole bunch of wine and spirit brands: Bel Air, Bamboo, McQueen, Beyond, Past Brands, Doucet, Ace of Spades. I do this series called Self Made, which is. I get to interview people like Ross, Wiz, Wayne, Post Malone, Khaled, um, in the uh, uh, in the sports space. Um, uh, 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 gosh, uh, Deontay Wilder, everybody. But my my whole thing is, I know you're successful. That's why I'm talking to you. I, what I what I love in sharing is the shit you went through to get there. Before you got success, the grind you had to put in. And I start out the same way. Sean, what does self made mean to you? Wow, man. First of all, man, um, thanks a lot, Brett, man. Like, you know, and congratulations, man, on building a, an amazing brand. Um, you know, um, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I really appreciate this opportunity, man, just to chat with you. Um, to be very honest with you, man, being self-made, um, it's a very, you know, that's a very uh, interesting um phrase for me i mean you know because i come from humble beginnings man you know what i'm saying I'm from um i'm from atlanta georgia man camelton road um you know god rest my mom's soul man but my mother's from perry Holmes. anybody from atlanta man you know what i'm saying you know perry Holmes. i'm a grady baby you know what i'm saying i'm from camelton road right down the street from Thero high school um i come from real humble beginnings man you know my mom you know struggled with me and my brother um, my mom and dad met um, on Fort MacPherson, man, the same place that um, Tyler Perry, you know, was um, blessed enough to purchase. And, um, you know what I'm saying, as a, as a child, man, you know, my mom worked for the government as well. So she married my dad, man, um, who was uh, in the military. And um, I ended up moving from um, Atlanta to um, Germany when I was mm. uh, like five years old, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, up until that point, you know, to be very honest with you, looking at, looking back at my life, you know, I could shoot, man, I, you know, life was so vivid for me, like even being three and four years old, my mom went through a lot, you know, she was uh, raped and left for dead, man, when I was like four years old, not to get into a, no, 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 you know, into a, uh, <laughs> you know, um, a rather sad perspective, but it, it's, you know, you mentioned self-made um, and, you know, you know, I came from a struggle. I came from a struggle of, um, you know, being uh, from an inner black city. Um, and I'm very proud of my city. I'm very proud of, you know, Atlanta, Georgia. Um, you, you know, but, but Sean, roots. given, for example, what you just said about your upbringing and now and, and your s significant success, do you like telling people that side? You know what I mean? I mean... I have to tell them that side because that's who I am. You know what I'm yep. saying? It's like, you know, the success 
Um, I've been really, really blessed, man, to be very honest with you. You know, I've always been, you know, um, very gifted in music, but at the same time, I was really gifted in um, in sports. You know what I'm saying? Um, and my mom was, you know, about that education too. You know what I'm saying? It was about, it was always about like, you know, hustling, like, like I could relate to, to hustling, but my hustle was a different type of hustle. My hustle was, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, knowing myself, um, taking what I was given, taking, you know, what my life was and, and turning it into something that was positive to be able to, um, number one, take care of myself, number two, take care of my family, but at the same time, inspire people, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I wasn't, I never really, like, I'm from the streets, I would say, per se, um, meaning I'm from the struggle. Uh, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying, creative writing, being able to, um, as a child, like, use my imagination to understand that, you know what I'm saying, I wanted to um, change the world, right? Well, I wanted to. Back then, Sean, who were you looking up to? Who was who were some of your inspirations that you want to emulate? I mean, I you know I'd be lying, man. My mom, my mom was very instrumental in my life, man. In reference to just first of all, I wanted to be, I wanted to be, I wanted to be, I wanted to be like my dad, my mom, and my dad. My parents was my heroes. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Number one. But then, um, you know, of course, man, like Michael Jackson and you know New Edition and um. Bobby Brown, um, uh, just greats, man. The Beatles, like, I just love music, like hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Jay-Z and Nas, and I was just really affected by the my culture, you know what I'm saying, in reference to, like, the different sides of my culture. So I realized, that, like, I was never going to be a rapper, you know what I'm saying? But I was a singer, you know what I'm saying? I was a, but I, I felt like I was, I was definitely different I looked different, you know what I'm saying. I, I didn't, I didn't look like um, a usher, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I didn't look like Chris Brown, you know what I'm saying. That wasn't my style. I was like the guy next door, though, you know what I'm saying. Like I still would take your girl, you know what I'm saying. Like, and I, 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 I felt like what, what I was blessed. Oop. Well, I got you. Can you hear me? I can't, can you talk, Sean? There you go, yeah. you're so, back. So I took, you know, creatively, man, I took what, I took where I came from. I took my blessings that, that I was given, the struggle. And, um, you know, I was inspired by a huge amount of uh, creatives, you know what I'm saying? So moving from, moving from America to Germany, I was, I was inspired from, of course, all of the amazing R&B, you know, uh, pop artists from America, and then went to Europe and I was inspired in a whole different way. So that balance of being able to see the world from where from where I'm from versus seeing the world from in retrospect um, overseas, it really it really affected me in a in a completely different way. It 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 also sounds like you knew your lane, like you just said, like you were saying, you you knew you didn't you weren't going to be the rapper, you knew you weren't going to be what what Chris and Usher were, but you knew what you were going to be good at. So you 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 stayed in that lane. Does that sound right? Yeah, I mean, basically, you know what I'm saying. I knew I was, you know, I signed my first record deal when I was like 13 years old. So I knew that I was, you know, musically gifted. But I I the I, the the irony was, I knew I wasn't like them, but I knew that I was dope at what it was that I could do. Right, and so it was about creating songs, you know what I'm saying? Writing songs, 
producing records. And so what happened was I ended up um, moving back to America. My, my mother passed and, um, and I started getting these requests, man, for people um, from different people saying, yo, can you, you know, you write some really amazing songs. Can you write records for other people as well? And I was like, nah, I don't really write records for other people. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and man, little did I know, you know, some of the records that I was writing, they were always so diverse, right? And people started to hear my records and was like, these are some really amazing records. And um, so the first record that, um, my second record out, man, was on a record called Yeah. <laughs> on a, uh, second record? <laughs> the second release, man. The first one was uh, on this kid um, named Latif, um, my brother from Philly, um, who was signed to Motown at the time. Um, but how, my old, second... how old were you then? 20. And what, so how, you got to take me back a second. You said you got signed at 13? Yeah, I got signed when I was 13, man. I who, actually. But who, who saw you? Who saw that you had talent? Um, it was so crazy. Like when I was, um, I was out. Um, I had my manager at the time, man, was one of a, a very successful American um, that owned quite a few clubs in um, in, in Germany. And um, I was singing. Believe it or not, man, I was singing with this band. Um, I was the lead singer of this band, like 13, 14 years old. Um, and in and, and Germany, they had these, um, they had these tents. You know what I'm saying? They had these beer tents. And they, and they and they had this 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 event called Oktoberfest, and so at the Oktoberfest, they would have these um these top forty bands. So I was actually recruited to to be a lead singer for this top forty band. So basically, it was other military cats that was like they were they were much older, man, like twenty two, twenty three years old, and I was this young kid, man, that was singing um top forty songs for you know with this band in Oktoberfest, and that's how um that's how I got noticed. And um, I ran into this um, this manager at the time, man. That was was like, yo, I want to. What would you, you know? What do you think about being in this group? So I ended up being in a group, man. I'm a lead singer of this group, and um, man, the rest was like history. So at that time, it was like for me as a young kid, I was, I always felt like you know I wanted to write songs and sing songs that I felt like that was better than the songs that I loved. Right, yeah. and I and I always put this certain type of pressure on myself that I I wasn't I wasn't ready until I was able to write songs that was as good as the songs that I liked. So it was always a self motivating uh, sort of process that I went, and this was internally. You know what I'm saying? Even though I was in the group, even though people liked my voice, um, I always had this internal thing that I had to do better for myself. You know what I'm saying? I had I set these goals that I felt like internally, you know my music had to be better than what I, what I saw as great music. And how, how do you, how, so let, let's take the second song, which, which became huge. How does Usher come into play? How does that happen back then? I mean, the craziest part was, um, so man, I, I was, um, and I mean, we don't have a lot of time, a sure. lot of time. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to give you as much as I can. Um, so I ended up signing a, um, a publishing deal with, um, the great L.A. Reid, uh, he had a publishing company called Hitco. And, um, you know, God rest his soul, man, my man Shakir Stewart, man, um, was actually uh, one of the heads there um, that was actually running that publishing company. And at the time, when I was telling you, like, people started hearing my songs and they were like, 
you know, I started getting offers from different companies, you know, like Sony Publishing, Universal Publishing, um, Warner Chapel. And uh, I ended up doing a deal um, here in uh, Atlanta because it was closer to home. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, damn, if I could, I want to make sure that, like, if I got a problem with this company, I can at least go up there and uh, actually whomever um, and sort of uh, kind of deal with any issues that I had. You know what I'm saying? Still just feeling like, because it was at the, same, at the same time, I was like, you know, I still don't write songs for other people. I write songs for myself, right? But little did I know, man, I ended up doing this record. Um, I got a call from L.A., and he was like, you know, after he had signed me, he was, um, he said, you know, what you going to do, kid? Um, the Confessions album is almost over. You know what I'm saying? We're about to close the album. You got anything that you want to um, submit for the album? And I was like, damn. So um, a, a couple of days had passed, um, and I was actually hearing some of the songs that was on the Confessions album. Uh, and I was like, damn, the records was just amazing. I heard Superstar. I heard the record caught up. I was like, oh shit. So I was asking around. I was like, damn, is there any up any is are there any other up tempo records on the album outside of this caught up record? And you know, people was like, shit, this is the only one that I heard. Uh and I was like, damn, how am I gonna get on this album? And and at that time, man, I was young, very young and didn't um, you know, I don't think I had earned the respect from my peers that sure. were signed at the at the uh at the publishing company enough uh, that I was allowed to just have the free hand, you know what I'm saying? So I had sure. to really create this opportunity um, based on creating a song. And in my mind, uh, at the time, I loved Lil John. I, I loved Lil John's energy and his music. I just thought Lil John's music was just, it was just, for me, the shit was just hectic, inspiring, chaotic, control, chaos. I just loved it. It was really edgy. Um, and I was, um, you know, my, my actual, um, ability, uh, and blessing is to be able to just write songs over a beat. You know what I'm saying? I don't so, necessarily have to have so chords. Or... Had you already written the song or, or, or they told you, look, this is who's going to be on it. Do, nah. do you have something for them? No, nah, I wasn't even considered. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, I hadn't written the song shit. I had to do something from scratch, man. I had to. I had to create something that I felt like that was going to be good enough because, like I said, I wasn't even, you know, I was, I was, I was new. Like I was, you know, they, you know, and it's a very competitive as, sure, you know, business. Like so, nobody wasn't even checking for me like that. You know what I'm saying? So I really had to create something that um, was going to be able to grab their attention. So in my mind, I felt like, well, damn, if they ain't got no other up tempo records, you know what? I think I'm gonna try to give them something that's like, if I can combine a Billy Jean, a Beat It, and a Thriller all in one record. Those, that were, I, those three were your inspiration. Those were my inspirations to create, yeah. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to create a Michael Jackson song over one of those damn Little John beats. The problem was I couldn't get any of those beats from Little John because I didn't know Little John. You know what yep. I'm saying? And there was no way for me to be able to uh, tap in with him because, shit, you know, I didn't know him. Sure. So I had to figure out, damn. So I went to my, um, I went to my publisher, man. I was like, damn. I need to get some of those little John beats. He was like, for what? I said, for Usher. And um, it was my man, Billy Calloway. Um, shout out to Billy Calloway, man. Um, he was the he was actually the the a &R that actually signed me, um, who worked for Shakir and um, and um, also um, L.A. Reid's, um, his, uh, his oldest son. 
uh, also worked at the company. Um, and so I was like, damn, I need some of those tracks, man. And um, they basically was like, well, shit, I'll check with his people and see what we can do. So they made a call to, at the time, you would have to call um, Lil John's attorney. So uh, they made the call to Lil John's attorney. And it was basically like, Lil John don't do R&B music. You know what I'm saying? Lil John do crunk music. So, you know, he ain't gonna really be interested in doing no beats or sending no beats to somebody to do no records for Usher. And I was like, damn. So, um, you know, it became a little bit more difficult for me to try to figure out that. So, man, fortunately, um, I ran into, um, I ran into uh, Lil John's uh, assistant at the time. Her name was Delicia, man. Shout out to Delicia, man. Love you, Delicia. Um, and she worked for John, man, but she snuck me a 10-piece of those Lil John beats, man. It took me a couple of weeks to get the beats, get those tracks from her, man. But um, she got me, uh, she got me like ten tracks from um, from Lil John. And so when I got that, uh, that that um, set of tracks, you know what? For me, it was like I was trying to find the most open track on there that had a little room for me to create space, but create melody at the same time, but had drums that I could relate to um, for this particular song. Uh, and so what I did is um, I went in, man, and it was, uh, it was just, it was probably the third track on that. Uh, it was the third track on that, on that CD at the time, you know, the CDs. Um, and uh, I started to create this song, man. And basically, you know, my process of creating is, is pretty simple. Um, the gift is just having the ability to sing and also having the ability to, um, it, it don't matter what beat it is, I can I can generally create a song over a track. But which, which comes first for you, or is it different for everything? Is it, you know, I was I was listening to, to the interview between Howard Stern and Bruce Springsteen, yeah. and Bruce Springsteen said he needs, he needs the name. The name is the inspiration that gives him the feeling. Is yeah. it the beat? Is it the name? Is it the story? Like, what is it for you? You know, like some people write songs with chords, you know what I'm saying? They start out with piano chords and stuff of that nature. For me, man, it's the beat. It's just the beat. Like, and sometimes it, it was so funny about this particular situation is because I, the, the song that I really, I really originally wrote, yeah, over a track that became another track for someone else, the Petey Pablo freak -a leak beat. It's actually the song, it's actually the track that I actually wrote Yeah over. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so what's what also was so crazy was that, um, so for me, it's like if I get a track and I'm playing a track, I, in my mind, I've already Im Im imagined the song and I'm singing a melody that sort of translate into a feeling. And that feeling, I'll, I'll basically have the, I'll, I'll I'll be mumbling and melodically singing as if it's a song already, right? And the song is in my head, and it's coming from here. So once, when people, a lot of times, when people would hear my demos, it would be like, well, what are you saying at this stage? And it's like, there's no words there. But it sounds like words. It, it sounds like the yeah. song is already there. And so I've already figured out in my head what the song is, lyrically what the song is going to say, but I want it to feel... I wanted to create the feeling of the song. So if it feels perfect to what I'm going to say, but more so if it feels perfect, 
is the most important thing. And then but, I and, and then I but, and then I add the words. I add the concept. But um, Sean, if I could just ask, because to me it's it's it, it's neat to hear you say when you approach Little John's team or, or your team did, they're like, look, he's not going to do this shit. Like R and B and his 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 sound doesn't mix. And you're and I'm sure you're thinking, I can make it work. Oh, I'm gonna make that shit work. I'm gonna make it work. <laughs> so. So so now you shared it with him and his reaction was, oh, shit, this is good. I like this. I can get on well, this. Well, the crazy shit was <clears throat> John still hadn't heard the record, man, to be honest with you. I'm going to give you a little taste of the original demo just so we um, can be kind of clear. Because the crazy shit is I also went in and did as if I was little John. So, you know, like all those parts that go, yeah, I'll kill yeah, yeah. all that shit. I added that um, as well. And it was basically like, it was basically like creating, my, my perspective is always, I always like to create music from a original space. So when you talk about self-made, I always live with the perspective that I wasn't going, I don't look like no one else. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm a handsome man for sure. Yep. But yep. I, I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm uh, a specific individual. Right. And so I can only roll with, in, in my humblest, and from a, the most humble space, you know, I feel like shit, another person is a better them than, they is, than, than I am. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. And so I learned that, you know, I had to go with what I got. You know what I'm saying? And so I- You're writing for you. Said, yeah, and I always feel like I had to create something that was original. I never was, like a lot of times people use samples and shit like that. A lot of my hits, man, they never were, samples i never used samples i never borrowed melody from other things because i always felt like i wanted the consumer to feel something original i always felt like i wanted the consumer to feel like damn that's what is that that shit makes me feel so amazing like i really love that fucking song right but it's like they can't they, it's something about that song that feels original but it feels brand new and that's just the my way so is do, just do you so so do you think about the artist yeah, enough for sure. Like, if I'm writing a song for someone else, you know, a lot of times people, um, people, I'm sorry, I'm just uh, bringing up the song. Um, a lot of times people, if someone asks me to write a song or produce a record for them, yes, I'm definitely thinking about them so much to the point that's all I'm thinking about is that artist, right? And I start with the concept, or I start with the feeling from me and my soul, what God gave me. But then I'm all, but all I'm thinking about is that artist and their perspective, their DNA, everything about them that's particularly, that's particular. And I deal with the particulars. I start with the particulars. And then there's also a concept of knowing the do's and don'ts. Like I always felt like, like in like there's, there's a foundation in life. Yep. There's rules. Yep. And there's and those rules and those boxes always got to get checked. You know what I'm saying? If them boxes ain't getting checked, the shit ain't. It, 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 you it, whenever you skip that process, because a lot of times I say to people, you know, they always like to timestamp shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, today, you know, people don't do that, or you know, the way shit is now, or the way kids are now, and I'm just like. That's really bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like it's like the same shit they drinking now is the same shit they was drinking before. 
like still drinking champagne. They still busting this shit down. You know what I'm yep. saying? But it's your it's your particular way that you decided with Bill Air to create this this brand of 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 champagne. You feel so, me? So let me ask you this, because someone asked me this today, and I'll give uh, this was my answer. Someone asked, "How do you how do you keep stay relevant? How do you keep a brand relevant? How do you?" So to me, it's um, over time, and you've been doing this a long time. You got to keep up with the music, right? Yeah. And to me, my answer is, it's like fashion. Fashion constantly is evolving. It's constantly changing. Couture is constantly being updated. And that's the key is you gotta be, you gotta stay with it. Is it the same view for you? Yeah, I mean, when you talk about a brand, a brand is built on from, to me, a brand is from your soul, right? Yep. It always had, and that's what I was saying is it's, it's basically a foundation. Yep. You gotta, you know, you gotta always build, a, a great brand is always built on a solid foundation. You yep. know what I'm saying? And not to be all philosophical and shit, but it's like when you get to talking about life life is important to important to your brand right because you're selling music or you're selling uh, uh you you're selling you're selling to consumers right yeah. and so I always, think, I always think about um whenever i'm doing anything for the consumer or the world from my brand perspective i feel like it's always about integrity you know yep. what I'm saying? There's always a sense of integrity that I like to keep into everything I do. So a lot of the fans already know, like, oh, Sean Garrett, oh, he the shit. Why Why is Sean Garrett the shit? Because I love his songs. Why you love his songs? Because my songs have integrity, and I'm going to make sure that I'm going give, to give the give the world, give the people that quality shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't ever want anybody to take a listen to any of my records and say, oh, that shit is cool. You know what I mean? It's okay. Um, I'm always striving to be the best and give the consumer the best shit I could possibly give them. You know what I'm saying? No matter and no matter if it, it and and it's always going to start from where I came from, my soul. You know what I'm saying. So it's never I'm never compromising, ever compromising the integrity of my music for nothing. Money, opportunity. How, how, tell I'm sure it's bigger than a sentence. But what is it that makes you so successful so long now in doing songs? What do you What do you think's the common denominator between it all? Shit. Number one, I'm a hustler. Number two, I'm not taking no for an answer. Number three, integrity, man. Like, I'll play you a little bit of this shit. Yes, yes. song might be 18 years old now man it doesn't it i mean does it do, for me it gives me goosebumps this idea that's the beauty of of a song or a bottle you know it's it if you can make it become iconic you know that's that's the approach. beauty of it is you're creating something a point in time it never gets old it will always be fresh it's you know not what, like it can that, live forever you know what brett Every song after that, well, like my first, well, after that first song, the next 10 songs were Hot 100 number ones. I've been like, I've been like one of the greatest songwriter producers of my generation, you know, to go from yeah to, to Sierra's goodies, 
to the next one was Beyonce's um, Check Up On It, Destiny's Child Soldier, Lose My Breath, Chris Brown's Run It, Give Me That, Ain't No Way, Water Wall, um, Pussycat Dolls, Buttons, Fergie's London Bridge, Enrique Iglesias, Demilo, Mary J. Blige, Enough Crying. Amazing. You know, Amazing. It goes on and on. Like, um, but, but like I said, the foundation is to make sure that I'm giving you that quality feeling that, like, I got a new record that's, that I just did for Usher. The fucking shit is a monster record. It ain't the same thing as, yeah, yep. because it's a different vibe. But yep. it's still going to be just as good in reference to the DNA of Usher. His DNA, um, what he represents, like, I'm so proud of my brother, man. He's still out here doing amazing. He just did it, just closed um, on an amazing, you know, show that he's started doing in Vegas. The shit's been sold out. Um, so you what, know, he, so based on all that success, what motivates you today? The love of it, man. Like the passion, like, like you don't like, like I'm one of those people, man, like all those people that you was talking about earlier. I think we all share, like, you know, when you talk about, you know, my man, Ross, man, Ross is my brother. Cause we, we, we connect. He said, he told you what he wanted from me. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause he know how passionate I am about what it is that I do. He like, we all have this common thread when you talk about a Khaled or when you talk about um, like, I think Khaled is one of the most amazing marketers in the world. He Correct. understands how 100%. to market whatever 100%. the hell he's selling. He going to sell that shit. He going to sell that whatever he's selling, he's selling it. A hundred percent. And, and we all got different, we all we all have different brands, different qualities, different talents. But one thing about talent and the ability to understand brand is we all know greatness. Because it's some, what comes with greatness is integrity. And I'm talking about that passion that every day when I wake up in the morning, I'm trying to make the next monster. I'm trying to do better than I did yesterday. I ain't sitting thinking about what the hell I did to answer your question. I'm not thinking about what I did. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not thinking yep. about what I did. You know what I'm saying? Or check up on it or get me by to upgrade you or ring the alarm for Beyonce or Diva. All those songs. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, you know, I, I did. I was so blessed, man, to work with Destiny's Child, man. I did so many records on, you know, Girl, T-Shirt, Is She the Reason, I'm Through With Love. That's cultural shit that all the all the women in the world knows those songs. They love so, those songs. Because so, I wasn't bullshitting correct. with the idea of what a, of what a, of what a woman is about. You feel me? Like the same respect I have for my mom is the same respect that went into the song "Girl" yep. for Destiny's Child, yep. or or Mary J. Blige "Enough Crying." You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like that's like real shit. Like I've done enough crying. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just real life, man. Real life, real it. real integrity. You know what I'm saying? Sean, so so I I'll ask this question. People have asked me, like, who do you, because we work with a lot of artists, and my answer, like, who do you want to work with? Who do you like working with? And to me, it's a, it's a type of person. I want somebody like Ross, and Ross has certain qualities that I love. I just love. Are you, are you doing the same thing when you're deciding if you want to work with an artist? Is there something that you're looking for that they all have in common? Yeah. It's always a connection, man. Yeah. If some people... Some people, man, that just inspire you. Yep. Some people just, you have, you just, like, I feel like sometimes we're just born, we have an instant connection with certain people yep. because they have the same values. Or sometimes you admire people. 
You know what I'm saying? It's sometimes you're inspired. Like, there's some artists that I've worked with that, you know, I have so much respect for, right? I have respect for them, not just because they're talented, but because of the way they do, the, the way they live their life, the way they, how serious they take their work, how serious they care about their kids, how yep. serious they care about life. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I don't really like wasting time, man. I don't really, bull I don't, I'm not really a bullshitter. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, you're past like, that point. You gotta, you know, you don't want to deal with that. Yeah, I never was a bullshitter from the from the first though. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom was very serious about life. My dad was more laid back and cool, but his job was like my dad was like, you know, he do shit like go kill Bin Laden and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like special, you know, special force type shit. You know what I mean? But my 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 mother was more, um, you know, she was just hell bent on like being serious about. Um, you know, when I was them, you know, when I was four and five years old, man, I was making up my bed and, and taking out the trash and making sure my bathroom was clean and making sure, you know what I'm saying, the dishes was done and shit, like, at four years old, you know what I'm saying? So my mom wasn't really fucking around when it came to life, school, um, it didn't matter how much money we had, shit, I felt like, man, when I was growing up, when I was really, really young, shit, I felt like we was rich, you know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't really about... It wasn't about money. It was about doing what it was that you had to do. Correct. And and and, and if your life, if my life, I felt like my life was fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? Like I had my mom made sure we had great family values. You know what I'm saying? It was just values. You valued everything you got. You know what I'm saying? Like I never took shit for granted. And so to be to be honest, with that one song, like I take every opportunity as the it could be my last opportunity. Correct. You have to. You have to. And when I when I say this to Ross all the time, when good things happen, you got to work harder. You can't stop. You got to actually work harder. What What are you most proud of from 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 this year, twenty two? Well, you know, like the last project I finished up, man. I'm really proud of the um the Summer Walker, um still over it album. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm executive produced that album, man. And shout out to Summer Walker and, and LVRM, man. Um, I was really proud of that album. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that album hit hard. You know what I'm saying? It was the number one album in the country. You know what I'm saying? We fucked up the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, and all of the women really related to that album. You know what I'm saying? I felt amazingly um, proud. I always feel proud. Um, you ask anybody, man, like, I probably did more number ones for females than I've done for my brothers just because I was so inspired by my mom. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of the shit that... Um, you know, your inspiration. Um, I always wanted to uplift women. Like, yep. I've always you. just been um, the type of person that wanted to um, just uplift women. You know what I'm saying? I always, you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. We are, I, I ain't perfect, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, I'm, I've always been a person that, that, that respected women because of the respect of my mom. Good for you. Good for you. Me, you know what I'm saying? So. Well, if Sean, if, if you ask me who my hero is, it's my mother. 93 years old. She rollerblades every day. She's taught me being different is a good thing. She's tenacious. She's fearless. Uh, she gives me my edge. So I, on a personal note, I have a question for you. I've been doing uh, um, a lot of interviews in Africa. Um, I love uh, the African artists. I love Afrobeats. What do you think of Afrobeats for you? fucking love it man like yeah. I really like the team um I love teams um WizKid uh, I, oh my god like I felt like the inspiration 
from the sound, the, the, it's from the soul. Afrobeats is, if you look at the dance that comes with the sound of Afrobeats, and when you see this cultural rising of this emotional, because if you notice, like I'm a, you know, I'm a rhythm guy, you know what I'm saying? My melody comes from my soul, but I'm a rhythm guy, you know what I'm saying? Drums is my shit, you know what I'm saying? And so that's what makes me really dynamic because I can give you an amazing melody over um, over drums with no, without needing a chord. And it's more of a tribal thing, right? And so when you listen to Afro beats and you, look, and you really look at um, the Africans dancing with their song, it's it's almost like an emotional, they're actually emotionally exuding this feeling that if you go and watch it, if you're not from there, you're like, what the fuck are they feeling? Because whatever they're feeling and they're evoking to us, it feels like they're they're in a trance almost. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's no, a that's a, it's a beautiful way to put it. It's a it's great a way vibe. to put it. Yeah, and that's just like, you know, I'm a very intuitive person and it's a blessing to just feel people. I can feel energy. You know what I'm saying? No, I love it. I love it. Sean, I, I love talking to you. Um, I was super excited to, 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 to hear your, your stories, your success, your longevity, your passion. Um, Thank you, Brett. Uh, to hear you talk about your family, that, that, that they're the inspiration. They're your, they're your, your, your beacon, your North star. Uh, um, I don't know, you just, you've given me a lot to think about it. And I love the idea, as I said, it's, 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 you know, the, the example of, 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 of little John and his team saying no, and you're saying, fuck that, I know this can work. And now I got to convince you. And that's, that's the self-made side to me. Like, yeah, that's man, the I mean, fight. And Brett, you know what, man, I was relentless. It's like, when I came to your spot, man, I, I, I liked your, I liked your bread. It, I, I said, they don't have anybody like me. See, I'm an original. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm when people talk to me, they know it's coming from my soul. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I'm not talking no shit. I, I, I'm not trying to sell myself. I am yep. who I am. I'm very yep. confident in who I am. But I also respect and love people who share the same thing that I. The struggle is when people talk about the struggle, man. The struggle is not a bad thing. The struggle is an amazing thing. A hundred percent. And so the process of yeah, I talk. I always talk to people when they ask me like, "What's my favorite song that I've ever done?" Yeah, it was my biggest struggle, man. Like, yep. I was told no so yep. many times, yep. but I was relentless about that shit. And I was like, I already know. I know, y'all. When this record hits, when the fans hear this record, Correct. it's going to turn into something special. That's the biggest record. of. It's it's like the number one or number two record of the 2000s. You know what I'm saying? It changed music. We actually changed music. Me and yep. Lil today are fucking the best of friends. Um, we do. We we actually was working on. We actually did this new record for Usher. Me and me, John, and my man Bobby Avela did this record for Usher. Um, it's absolutely amazing. Um, it's amazing. You guys are gonna love it. Um, and it's just that created a, a friendship, a lifelong friendship, yep. man, with me and John. We didn't know each other, and that's that's another lesson about life. People you don't end up knowing, man. You you people that you don't know that you are inspired by, you end up meeting him and you end up being friends for life. Sean, so everything I'm, you're I'm saying, inspired. everything you're saying is speaking to my soul. Everything you believe in, I believe in. Uh, 
Uh, I knew it was something special about your brand. I, I like I was telling I was telling your people when um I came by your your place. I, I really like it's. I had met you, but yeah, it was yeah. it was something special that relates to me. Like me and Ross, Ross have been very supportive of my career. I've been some very supportive. We've done some hot, some crazy shit, me and Ross. And I love him, man. He's always supported me. But we share this. I know he's from the bottom. He know I'm from the yep. bottom. Yep. But we're relentless. We're relentless, bro. Ain't shit stopping us. We ain't going to be stopped. You ain't telling me no. Correct. You ain't going to stop this motherfucker. That's smoke. right. That's it's right. on the way. You know what I'm, I'm gonna will. I'm gonna way. will it to happen. It's either just either get out of the way or get behind me. It's one of two choices. Please believe it, because it's on the way. <laughs> Sean, I love it. Thank you for taking the time with Self Made. When I come to Atlanta, I, I'm gonna hook up with you. Um, I'm so happy you came to the space. It's gonna continue to evolve and get better. It's your house now. It's your home. So come and visit anytime. But I appreciate you preaching the story of your Self Made and everybody for listening. Man, thank you so much, Brett, man. Keep inspiring the world, brother. Thank you. It. You too. You too. Can't wait to hear more. Thanks. Indeed, the pen, no everybody. The pen. You smashing the radio. Bet I pinned it. Love it. 